You're tuned in to the Here to Last podcast, where we have authentic and meaningful conversations on topics that matter in life. I'm your host, Deborah Chan. We only have one chance at life, so it matters what we listen to. So, lean in. Hey there, it's still the start of the year and for many it signifies a fresh beginning. There is renewed energy and excitement to want to try new things and to do things differently. But before jumping into lofty ideas and grand goals for this year, think about the small things in life that brought you to where you are today. So much of what has dominated last year's headlines have been COVID-19, conspiracy theories, stolen election, Black Lives Matter. And on the Malaysian front, I don't think it's been any much different. There was a lot of political maneuvering leading to the backdoor government, remember? And a lot of talk about work and study from home and many other travel bans. And this year's tone actually didn't change much on a national level, with the country going into a state of emergency and the floods ravaging many parts of Malaysia. It all seems like bad news, bad news and more bad news. So let's be honest, not everybody started this year with a great sense of hope and excitement. But remember this, things that make it to the headlines are usually big but they don't happen overnight, just like that. It was a culmination of small things that led to the big things happening. So, let's turn the tables around and look at the bright side of things. Could we all create big and positive impact by being faithful and consistent in the small things in life? Small things that mean a lot and have a huge impact. Small actions make up our habits, right? We know it. Small words make up our thoughts. And small actions make up our attitude and behavior. Small things grow and are more efficient over time. So the little things we overlook build up to big ones. Well, I took some time to think about the small things in my life that made a huge impact to me and those around It actually wasn't an easy task, but I was reminded immediately of that analogy of a hinge. Well, a hinge is a small thing that swings open doors. If the hinge doesn't work, the door will not open. And likewise, these small things in life are like hinges in many, many doors of our life. It actually opens or closes doors. And if the hinge works properly, those small things, if they work properly, it opens us to doors of opportunity, doors of hope, doors of a new season, and doors of connection to greater things. So I'm just going to share with you three very small and seemingly simple things that have made an incredible impact in my life. And I hope it will speak to you in some way or another. So here goes. The first small thing is this, be kind to others. Kindness is so underrated. We all hate to admit this, but our world is such that people care mostly for themselves. 
It's hard to be kind when our schedules are so full all the time, when our minds are preoccupied with work and tasks, when all we want to do actually at the end of the day is to kick back and watch some television and shut the world out. The truth is, everyone is busy and everyone has things they need to do. But it doesn't take a lot to be kind to one another. Kindness may not be second nature to you, but on the flip side, kindness may be very natural to somebody else. Everyone is different. But if it's not, if, it, if kindness is not second nature to you, then I think we can all be more intentional about being kind to others. So here are some ways that you can be kind. Take time to thank the person who's putting food on the table for you every day. When the delivery guy comes to drop off something, give him back something in return. Intentionally ask your neighbors how they're doing and what can you do to help. Randomly scroll through your contact list and see who you can call to catch up on or WhatsApp. Ask them how are they doing? I started this habit quite some time ago and I've always found that conversations can grow from, you know, simple acts like this. How are you doing? People who we have not kept in touch for a very, very long time. Think about who needs a care package and send it to them. Write a note, a card, a letter, whatever it is. Thank someone. Say something nice to somebody. Or type out a prayer and send it to someone. Kindness goes a long way. I remember receiving an email from an elderly man I met at a conference in Hawaii some years ago. And I had given him a copy of my book, Live to Last. And I remember very clearly second-guessing if he would actually read the book. But I gave it to him anyway. Months passed after he had received the book and then suddenly an email appeared and his words were piercing to the soul in a very, very good way. It lifted me up and gave me a huge confidence boost when I really needed it. And he told me that he read my book from cover to cover and then further on he gave it to his wife and subsequently after his wife had read it, the wife passed it on to his her, uh, their four other daughters to read it. He shared that the life lessons that I wrote about in the book were timeless and it spoke volumes to him in his season of need as well. And what he did was really simple. He basically read the book, but he took time to write me an email. He found my contact and he did it. What was really simple to him meant the world to me. He could have just stayed silent and just kind of like passed the book on, but he didn't. His simple act of kindness really was so loud. And I can't help but to think that our acts of kindness, whether planned or random acts of kindness, may be simple in our own eyes, but it may mean the world for someone else. And I've also learned that the acts of kindness can start as a thought and fizzle away very quickly as a thought as well. Procrastination can be the worst enemy to kindness. If you've been inspired or are inspired to do something, act on it immediately. 
make it a priority, otherwise it'll just be another great thought that yields no action. So what's something small? What's an act of kindness that you can do for someone today that has a huge impact and speak louder than words? Kindness. The second is this. Be 100% present. Well, this is a real challenge for me and I believe it is for many of us when there are so many distractions around us. A great example would be the fact that I have more than 20 tabs open on my computer because at the back of my head, I'm always thinking I'll get to this great article once I'm done with this one or I will read and scroll through that amazing website. It just needs to be open. Well, Life is like that too. Many things happen at the same time and we have to choose which we want to give attention to at the present moment. So this small but very big thing matters a lot. Being present 100% means giving our utmost attention to the thing at hand. Is it helping our children with their schoolwork or saying yes to their request to play with them or to color with them or to read them a story quite honestly it is much easier to be present to work matters because everyone expects that of you it shows your professionalism and what work ethic and when you show up at work right but it is so much more difficult to be present for things concerning relationships our home our marriage and others The practice of being 100% present requires us to really turn our absolute attention to one thing, the one thing that we're doing now. So the other day after finishing off lunch, washing up the dishes and bringing in the laundry, I was getting ready to jump on another afternoon work call scheduled at 2pm when my four-year-old daughter asked me at 1.45 if I could do some coloring with her. Okay, parents, you know the dilemma. You have 15 minutes. What are you going to do with that 15 minutes? I could have had a quick break or catch up on news, but then she asked. So I consciously made the decision to say yes. And her face, her face just lit up. She shoved the color pencils into my hands and pushed the coloring sheet to the center of the table so we could all color together. She soaked in all the attention I was giving her and I genuinely enjoyed the 15 minutes. So much so that my son, who was sitting close by reading a book, decided to join us because apparently we were having so much fun. That 15 minutes meant the world to my little ones. And at 2 p.m., I jumped on that work call as scheduled. Sometimes the small things don't take much effort, but really it takes great intentionality. So be mindful of the small things that happen in our day-to-day routines, especially when we're working from home nowadays with our children. If you're a parent with our children with us 24-7 and with our spouses with us 24-7, it's easy to overlook these little things. And the third small thing that has a great impact is this. Show and speak appreciation. Remember the time when you were appreciated for something? How did you 
feel. How did it make you feel? So as a teenager, I used to take walks with my grandmother around our neighborhood. It was a regular affair, a weekly routine, and I remember vividly one day as we were walking, she turned to me and said, Dad? I really enjoy our walks together. I appreciate the time that we spend together and that we have so much time to talk. And then she went on to chat about something else, which I totally don't remember at all. But I remember those few lines. Those lines made me feel belonged. It made me feel heard and valued and appreciated. I remember numerous times when my husband would leave notes of appreciation all over the house, in my journal, in my books, under the computer, wherever it was. It was all to thank me for the little things that we can easily take for granted. And those notes mean so much to me and it's stashed away in a treasure box somewhere. But really, it means way more than money to me. But would you agree that it is in the mundane and daily routines that happen on autopilot and like clockwork that makes it easy for us to take for granted? So the small acts of showing and speaking appreciation is so, so powerful. And it is actually very easy to say thank you, but stretch it and challenge yourself to spell out what you are actually thankful for. Especially in marriages, you know, in a marriage and in long-term relationships, I think we can get too comfortable and stop acknowledging and being appreciative of the little things that make the relationship work. Admittedly, I've fallen into that rut as well, where things are just going on so well that it is, it is so easy to overlook the little things that make our relationship work, but spell it out. And admittedly, it is not very Asian for us to spell out explicitly what we're thankful for, right? Some of us may feel very comfortable writing it, but speaking it takes a lot more courage and it actually speaks life into a person. So if you want to up that appreciation game, specifically spell out what you're thankful for and speak it out loud. If possible, face to face. I tell you, it can be life-changing, just like how I remember my grandmother's words. So those are the three small things that can make a huge impact in life and in the life of others. What are those three? It is being kind to others. It is being a hundred percent present in that one thing that you are doing and it is showing and speaking appreciation. Remember, little drops of water makes a mighty ocean. So small things done consistently can change the way our life pans out and it can also change the trajectory of life for someone else. When you pay attention to the small things, Unconsciously, we are living our life to the fullest and with purpose. So here's me wrapping up this episode by saying thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate you spending time with me. And if any of these episodes and this one has encouraged you, drop me a comment, write me an email. It means the world to me that something like this or something that I've said or written has resonated with you and that you too are being heard. 
So until the next episode, more chit chat soon.